Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 31 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. And today's guest is Tampa left-hander Rich Hill. Now, you'll notice I'm flying solo. We were supposed to have a co-host, but at the last minute, schedules change. That's what happens. They're big leaguers, and the guys are buying in. Really, they haven't missed many turns in the rotation, which is great. They've been there for us, but on this particular day, a schedule changed right before Rich was supposed to join us. So I did a one-on-one -on -one interview, which I think you will enjoy with the oldest pitcher in baseball. Rich Hill, it is good to see you. Can you can you hear me, old man? Is everything working? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I uh, mid-2000s, early 2000s uh, headset in. So yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right. Can you believe this? Year 17 and you are still getting it done and having a fantastic month of May. It's like it's like you're 26 again, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Um, the, the Tampa Bay Rays organization has been great. And, you know, that was from the outset of, of where we were trying to uh, pick a place to go play was, was a winner and, and a contender. And, and certainly, uh, you know, talking with Eric Neander and the front office and Kevin Cash and everybody, um, throughout uh to the tampa bay rays organization that's that that was their mindset going into spring training and their predictions um you know for the season what they had told me prior to signing um you know didn't seem lofty at all to me i mean uh but you know when you look at the team and you look at the parts and how everybody works together it's it's been great okay but when you got to spring training and there are guys who maybe knew your name but didn't know who you were or your story and you told them yeah i'm 41 years old were there guys that were like that's yeah. my dad's age yeah 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 there's yeah yeah i mean i, I haven't yeah there's some guys that uh i'm definitely thinking about it too because they're coming up to the you know 21 22 years old 20 uh <laughs> so it's it's been it's been fun uh some of the guys joey wendell uh, likes to likes to have a little fun with me and and uh, get get on the age thing. So I, I enjoy it. I I you know take it all in and, and have a lot of fun with it. And it's been a blast. Why are you still pitching? Uh well, I love to do it. I don't think there's there's any other reason. I mean, besides winning a World Series. But I think even if that box was checked, um, you know, a few years ago when we were in in LA, uh, I think I'd still be doing it. I, I, I love it. I have a passion for it. Um, I enjoy doing, you know, the, the, the creative process, uh, of pitching the artistic form of pitching, um, the kind of different types of paintbrushes you can go out there with every day and, and see how creative you can be out on the mound. And, and that's something that, that I, that I love. Well, you know, it's amazing because people have watched you over the years and they know you're this intellectual guy from the Boston area and Michigan educated and all that sort of stuff. And one thing that's gotten great in baseball television coverage is the audio on the field. And yeah. all of a sudden, a few oh. years ago, we hear Rich Hill screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. Fuck! yeah. I was like, yeah. Rich, yeah. yes. And yeah. all of a sudden I was like, I think that's who he is. So I had to do a little investigative work. They're like, yeah, that's who he is. Yeah. Has that always been a thing for you? Uh, I would, I think the, um, yeah, I, I like the intensity, I guess, if you want to call it of, of just 
getting comfortable in a place to be yourself and, and go out there is, is I, you know, you hear guys say it is like, wow, I really only feel myself when I'm out on the mound or, you know, at the ballpark, I guess. But I, I feel myself, I feel that I am myself wherever I, wherever I go outside of the field. But when I go in between the lines, then that is, I, I call it like a, a light switch mentality. You know, you turn it, you turn it on, you turn that intensity on, you turn that aggressiveness on. And, um, you know, that, that part of, uh, executing a pitch or, or not executing a pitch is it's, it, it usually happens more when I don't execute a pitch. And, um, it just, the perfection kind of attitude comes out and the frustration. And then it's just like, you know, fuck it. Here it is. This is who I, am. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm okay with it. I'm not, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, and, and the other thing is I tell guys this too, all the time. I'm like, you know, especially in the last couple of years with Minnesota or, or here with, with Tampa and, and, some guys with, with LA younger guys, um, you know, what will other people think and what will other people say are, are the 10 most, you know, deadly words that you can put in your vocabulary. Because when you go out there to go pitch and you go out there to perform, if you're thinking about anything else, except for that pitch and the execution in that moment, then you're screwed. So I think it's, I think it's valuable information um, trying to pass it along as much as I can and, and give guys the freedom to, to be them themselves, you know, and, and, um, you know, as lo- long as it's, you know, within a, within a kind of intensity that is for good of, of getting the outcome that you want for the team. And then I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, listen, I think anything goes, Dude, that's your job. You're, you're entitled yeah. to say whatever you want. I am always curious because I'm a father of two boys. You've got a son. Yeah. Yeah. It's younger than mine. Uh, how do you balance that? Because I'm sure he's heard stuff. Like, do you have to go now? It's okay when daddy says that between the lines, but let's let's yeah. clean it up when yeah. we're inside the four walls of home. Yeah, I do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think one of the things is that uh yeah, him understanding that it is, it is the job and the, 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 it, it, it's a little bit, I think it would be a little bit harder describing it if it wasn't at the highest level. Right. And the stakes are so high. Now there might be somebody that says, you know, Hey, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go out there and, and, you know, yell or say certain things or whatever, or swear or whatever. But I mean, that's, that's, that's your opinion and that's up to you to, to, and I respect that and that's fine. But, um, through the kind of caves that I've been through and, and the ups and the downs in this game to get to the other side, a lot of times and continue to keep going, um, I'm going to be who I, who I, who I am when I go out there to pitch. And, you know, it took me a long time to find that out. It took me a long time to, to understand that, you know, not only, the, the business side of it is that you're gone tomorrow. I mean, at a younger age, when you come up and you're, you're like, Oh no, I'm going to be a cub forever. I'm going to be a Chicago cub forever. But you know, the reality of it is that the business side of it is that it's, it doesn't, it's a great game. It's a very, I don't want to say it's a bad business, but it's a, it's a tough business and just like anything else. Right. So it's just like, once you realize, okay, I'm going to go out there and, and perform for, uh, to the best of my abilities and do what I need to do to put our team in the best position to win. And, 
you know, however that might come out, whatever alter ego that might be when that shows up on the field, that's who that is. And then when I'm off of the field, this is who I am. I'm right. not, you know, I'm, and, and it really is. It's, it's, I call it like, like I said, that hands, the light switch mentality where you're between giving somebody a handshake and, and fighting them. So <laughs> it's really, that's the, to be able to turn it on and have the ability to do that brings out the best competitor in me. Yeah. So I think that's something that, uh, you know, passing that along to my son and having him understand that, and not, you know, not looking outside. We have his little league field is actually across the street. So it's not looking outside and then seeing him drop an F bomb and like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wait till that one morning. And, um, he looks in the cover and he's like, where's the fucking cereal? God, I mean, <laughs> seriously, just wait for that. Cause it's coming. I'm just telling you, man, it's coming and you're going to laugh. You are, you're not going to help, but laugh and it, you're going to love it too. It's I was, uh, a quick story. I was, we were, we were living in, uh, South Boston. And if for people who aren't familiar with South Boston, it's pretty tight. Everything's, you know, cars are parked, you know, bumper to bumper. Um, and the place where we were living, we had a, we had a little parking spot size of the car just fit right in and if the person who was parking if their bumper was hanging over the front of the uh driveway a little bit it was really difficult to get in so my wife is in the passenger seat caitlin and our son bryce is in the back seat and i'm pulling up and i go i go this fucking guy (laughs) and i hear from the back seat i hear from the back seat he goes who's fucking guy and we're biting our cheeks like just you know we're like no 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 he's you know he's made something up and it was like you know it was but it was it was so funny that away my man Check yeah that one off. that's good yeah 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 so you know your your uh teammate tyler glass now is one of the um co-hosts of the chris rose rotation we had his mom on because you know tyler likes to be verbose on the mound with some interesting uh vocabulary mm. And after a while, she was like, you got to stop hey. it or cover your mouth or do something. Yeah. So yeah. somebody wanted me to ask you if we have a swear off on the mound between Glass Now, <laughs> Rich Hill and Walker Bueller. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That would be that would be pretty. That would be uh, that would be uh, pay-per-view TV right there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh, Walker's got some good ones. I I. I uh... I, I lean towards Walker. I, it's 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 pretty even even ground. I think all the way through. Um, sometimes you never know what's going to come out, but a lot of the uh, you know, a lot of it deals with the the uh, the f bomb. So that's kind of you know how you articulate that and what kind of uh, you know sentences you put that. <laughs> it's usually directed towards uh, you know ourselves too. So that's good. Um, how often do fans yell from the stands? Hey, Dick Mountain, Dick Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. You get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I do. I get that a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, something that when players weekend came around, I, we were talking about it and just decided to, to go with that on the, uh, on the back of the Jersey. So I'm glad it's gone over well and, and people have taken taking that it's like a uh, little cult following so. <laughs> is your wife like oh my god or is she like uh, that away baby 
Yeah, no, I think it's it's uh, probably somewhere in the middle there. I think it's <laughs> you know it's 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 all good, and and I think uh, the the other side of it is just trying to have fun with with exactly. everything. I mean, and that's the whole. I think that's where you know, um, I to go back to when I came up, it was like you know you have to wear certain clothes to the field. You have to be in a certain spot. You have to do this. You know, and I love the the. Uh, kind of the personalities that we're seeing of, of all the players come out. Um, and I think that get excited about, about coming to the field and say, I'm like, well, I hope so-and-so, you know, punches somebody out. Maybe he does the whatever, whatever, whatever it is, or, you know, a home run and, 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 you know, uh, 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 a bat flip that would indicate uh, maybe not a walk-off homer. <laughs> <laughs> you know a good bat flip i'm i'm for a good bat flip uh and uh you know or some some great plays where the guy gets up and 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 it, you show it just shows their personality whereas before it was just so uh sterile you know right. and i think that that's something that we're seeing more and more come out of the game and i think it's great and i love i love uh I love where it's going. I mean, I love like it. Like I said, yeah, and the the younger guys are their personalities coming out, and, and uh, it's all trying to get that cohesiveness and connection with the fan too. So, absolutely. So you mentioned yeah. when you came up with the Cubs, uh, two thousand five. People probably haven't checked that roster. Greg yeah, Maddox was, was a, there. Yeah, yeah. Terry Wood was there. Yeah. Omar Garcia Parra was there. Yeah. Like the first time you walked into the Cubs clubhouse as a major leaguer, were you like, holy shit. Yeah, I was. Crazy. <laughs> I was, I was really, uh, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. I came in with like my Michigan duffel bag. Like I had no idea. Like in the old, uh, uh, at Wrigley, the old, uh, you literally open a door from the concourse and go down and you were in the clubhouse. Like, right. I don't know how many people knew that as fans, like you could like, just open the door and you could be in the clubs, uh, the Cubs, uh, home side clubhouse. Um, but I found that to be a lot of like, like that was really cool when I look back on it now, cause I know now they have a beautiful brand new clubhouse, same, you know, for the most part, same, uh, confines of, of Wrigley, but walking down, I remember walking down, the media was there. It was like three 30 in the afternoon. So it was right before batting practice, which I had no idea at the time. I was like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. This is just like, <laughs> this is like, I'm, I'm still like, you know, getting the, the, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Quaddy, who was our, our manager in AAA, uh, told me that I was going up to, to Chicago being called up. And I was just like, you know you you can't hear anything you you're disoriented you don't know where you are you're like this is really happening <laughs> and and that that's how i felt and and uh you know uh, walking in and then talking trying to find out who who the clubhouse guy is where's otis you know where's o i can't find otis and and you know people are probably i i can't remember i think they were pretty decent nobody was like telling me he's you know out in the back by the left field warning track or something <laughs> have me go on a excursion to find them but um yeah it was to, to walk in that clubhouse it was there was a lot of uh uh gravity in that clubhouse it was very very uh palpable so it's something that um i i was you know trying to just take it all in and uh and enjoy it well do you remember your first conversation with maddox or would 
something stick? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, one of the things that, uh, especially in that, you know, uh, 2005 year or, you know, getting called up in that time period, I guess is, uh, you know, kind of mining, you know, doing the right thing, being in the right place, making sure that you're not, you know, late or not saying that that is acceptable still, but you know what I mean? Like being in the right place, doing, it Mm -hmm. was very, uh, it was very, uh, sequential and I didn't want to be, you know, screw up in any way or anything like that. So, um, yeah, the conversations with, uh, Glendon Rush, uh, Greg Maddox, Latroy Hawkins, uh, Kerry Wood, um, Michael Barrett, um, Bob Howery. I don't know if you remember him, uh-huh, Bob Howery. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. Uh, Scott Ayer. We had, I mean, these guys. We had some. Geez, when you when you think about it, it was uh, it was just a really good team. But the conversations with with uh, if I go to Maddox first was just really simplifying everything. Uh, you know, he would he would uh, one of the one of the conversations was knowing what you want to do before you get to the ballpark the night before. So don't come to the field not knowing what you have have to do for workouts or throwing or any shoulder program or anything like that. But make sure you know what you what you have to do before you get there. And I thought it was so simple, but I've carried it throughout my career, and it's something that um, you know I, I try to pass on to guys now because I see how valuable that little piece of information was, mm-hmm. and understanding that when you get to the ballpark you know the the and i've noticed this so playing with playing with uh dustin bedroya or david ortiz or Derek jeter um and watching the way that these guys go about their business they know exactly what they have to do when they get to the ballpark and that's you know clayton kershaw um uh you know justin turner all these guys they know exactly what they're going to do when they get there. So my point being is that it just keeps it, keeps things a lot simpler and you're not running around, especially, especially when you're younger, because, you know, um, we haven't, they haven't, or the, the guys haven't had to deal with it in the last couple of years, but with the media and that can be a big pull on the, on the players. And you can, next thing you know, you do a a 20 minute spot or, you know, you do a a 30 minute interview or something like that. And then, and you walk back into the clubhouse and you're like, where is everybody? Oh, they're out stretching for batting practice. And you're like, Oh shit. I, you know, I completely forgot that I had to stretch Mm -hmm. from the training room or get heat or do something. Um, So the priorities, just make sure you know what your priorities are. Some of the other little things that were great were just, you know, um, knowing the, the base runners and, who is on base. I mean, obviously he won 16 gold gloves, I believe. Um, and, uh, he would say that if the runner is, if it's a fast runner, uh, and you get a bunt back to you and you take two steps onto the grass, um, he, in his, in his mind, he was saying, if I take two steps, I can get the guy at second. Now, if I take three steps into the grass off of the mound, I can't get them and I have to wow. go to first. I mean, that's just a, a little brief overview of how detailed um, I think he was. Man. But yeah, yeah. And, and um, you know, the other guys like just 
Kerry Wood, Ryan Dempster, Glendon Rush, um, you know, those guys really were extremely kind to me as a, as a young guy. Cause, uh, you know, I think they could tell I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Maddox was one of the all-time pranksters. I mean, people. Oh yeah. 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 And, and dirt dogs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's disgusting. Yeah. Like he does. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, yeah. There were a few, there were a few. <laughs> would, he, would he put any boogers on you? I did. I got the occasional booger. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was kind of, wow. <laughs> Rick cool. Maddox's booger made it on me. I mean, that thing's yeah. going to Cooperstown. So I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, man. Yeah. But the, one of the other things, though, too, is just watching the game with him. Uh, you know, he would always say that, just watch the game. And you're going to learn so much by just observing Um you know, what, 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 why is the pitcher throwing this pitch in this situation or watching the base runner who is, you know, going from first to third, where do you need to be when a guy hits a ball into short, right. And, you know, runner a is on first, whoever, but if, if he's fast, then, you know, you got to get back to uh, back up third quick because, you know, the throw is going to come and he's going to take, try to take that, that extra base. So if you don't get back there and the throw is off, he could end up at home. Right. You know, it's just little the minute details that and he paid attention and to everything, man. There everything, was not yeah. one thing that got past him. That's yeah, hey, yeah. That's why he did what that's he did. We'll be right back to this episode of the Chris Rose Rotation, but first, a quick word from DraftKings. The DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my personal favorite sportsbook, but it's also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using the DraftKings Sportsbook. Their website, their app. It's all really easy to navigate, plenty of instructions for new bettors, nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. And they've got another crazy offer out here for you. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right, pick any basketball team that is still in contentions, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, every sport you can think of, really, uh, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSE. When you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits, bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code ROSE. For limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's get back to the rotation. So you say you want to work in the baseball world that don't know how to get involved. That's where our friends at Sports Management Worldwide are here to help. They offer an eight-week course in several different areas, like baseball player development course. That's with a former baseball GM, Dan Duquette. Say you want to become a sports agent. Oscar Suarez, who is a longtime agent, is there to teach you a course. We've got a 
baseball GM and scouting course with former Dodgers GM Dan Evans and a 40-year baseball scout Hank Jones. And then there's also a baseball analytics course with Ari Kaplan, who's one of the gurus of analytics. In fact, that course was so good that current Royals manager Mike Matheny actually took it. So they'll teach you how to get a job, who to know, and how to help. And it's not just baseball. They can help you out with football, rugby, cricket, hockey, uh, sports broadcasting. Maybe that's a course that I should take. Uh, Esports, sports gambling as well. So once again, they are here to help. You can apply for free at smww.com. Use the discount code JOMBOY for $50 off of the course that you choose. So go out and do something today. You want to be involved? They are here to help. Once again, it is smww.com. 50 bucks off the course that you choose with the code word JOMBOY. One of the games you pitched in, <clears throat> excuse me, during your Cubs tenure, people don't remember. I certainly didn't. So I went back and looked at it. Yeah, I don't remember now. <laughs> yes, you do. I do. Michael Barrett, AJ Pruszynski. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. You were on yeah. the mound. Do you have, what do you recall from this? Uh, just going and getting the ball afterwards, and the entire uh, White Sox bench was coming towards i had my i had i had turned to get the ball and i got the ball and i'm facing their dugout and their whole dugout's coming at me and i'm like what did i do (laughs) (laughs) and uh then i turned around and saw that that you know it was a big big melee going on so um actually i think aj pulled me out of that uh i think or whatever i don't know what i was doing it was the first time i had been in any kind of bench clearing, uh, you know, involvement like that. So I was, I was trying to figure out, break up, pull guys off. And, and it was, uh, yeah. So that was, that was, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. I do remember that. <laughs> that was insane though. It was, uh, I mean, yeah. you had two passionate fan bases, a yeah. city that was split and you never see a guy get sucker punched like that ever. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, obviously Michael is, I, he was one of the still, I mean, to this day is one of the best catchers that I've thrown to. I, I, he took me, you know, under, uh, we would go and and get breakfast, uh, under his wing and we would go and, and get breakfast during spring training and, and, uh, talk about just anything really. But then we would get back to pitching and, and talk about, you know, how what would make myself and him you know work really well together so um it, you know when i think back to it uh you know it was that was a crazy that was a crazy uh crazy moment good one um so yeah. last year i remember watching a twins game during the pandemic yeah you had a rookie edward kalina who did not have a mm-hmm. good major league debut and he came in yeah and you went and you sat right next to him when he got off the field. What were you telling him? Uh, not, you know, just, I, I have a, I, I want to, you know, when I see a guy who goes out there and doesn't have a good outing and I know that, that it is one of their, you know, first outings or, or they're a younger guy and they're still, they're still, you know, learning and, and understanding that, the process of, Hey, me going over to him and talking to him is like, I said, uh, this is not 
going to be your last outing in the big leagues. You know, I want, want you to know that, you know, you go out there and throw the ball with conviction. And, and again, it's, it's, it's stuff that I've learned through my career because I've gone through pretty crappy outings when I was younger and, you know, wore on my, you know, like a, like a metal jacket when I would leave the, leave the uh, ballpark as opposed to, you know, now knowing that you've done everything that you can to have the outcome be in the best possible favor for you and your, and your team uh, that you can leave. And no matter what the outcome was, you can, you can, you don't have to wear that jacket. And, and that's, there's a lot of freedom in that. Um, But talking with him, I just wanted to let him know that, you know, you're not alone. Like you're not going to be sitting there. You feel like you are, you're on your Island. You just had a bad inning. Right. And everything is crashing down or whatever. And I could, I could kind of see it. You can see it on, on guys, guys faces. And I, I don't, I don't enjoy that whatsoever. I don't like, you know, I understand this is a league of, you know, sink or swim, but it's not a league of, you know, empathy either or understanding where, um, you know, we have all kind of come from or, or uh, difficult times that we've gone through. So that was really what I wanted to, to pass on him was that, you know, I, talking about his breaking ball, I think he was, I recall the game very vividly because I think he was spinning some breaking balls. He wasn't finishing them and his fastball, you know, he was a little bit tentative on throwing it. Um, I, you know, I was telling him, I don't care. I think I said, I don't care if you throw the the ball off the, the press box, but if you go with, you know, that high level of intensity in your best effort, you're going to fail your way to success. Hmm. If that makes sense. I like that. So it's, yeah, it's, 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 you know, and, and the other thing is I'd, I'd like for me in going back to, I remember in 2017 before the world series, obviously the most substantial biggest game that I had ever pitched in my career up to that point. And um, I, I told myself, I was like, I would rather, you know, be, be with the effort going out there with, with the, my best effort and going out there with the, the highest level of intensity and failing than not doing that and regretting it. So that's, that's, you know, what I, I try to pass that along to, to everybody, even the younger guys that we have here. I mean, if it is a, I've had really good examples throughout my career. And one that comes to mind is Chase Utley. He went for it every time and his ability to, to go out there and his intensity and play at the highest level for as many years as he did is something that, you know, uh, I took a little piece of that and, you know, from a lot of other guys. So it's, it's just, uh, that's, that's, that's the way, that's the way, you know, I know how to play the game and it took me a while to figure out how to play the game that way. And I, I want guys to, uh, if I can cut certain, you know, time off from banging your head against the wall, I, you know, and, and the other side of it too, is that going through the experiences, uh, in, in, in the game and in life period, we have to go through them sometimes to learn. Um, people will tell us, but you know, until, until we go through it, then we'll be like, Oh yeah, 
I remember, you know, Greg Maddox telling me about that. I should have should have listened a little more or somebody, right. you know, somebody. Well, believe somebody me, we all have away. those moments. We all right, have right. those. So yeah. uh, a couple more minutes here with Rich Hill. Um, are you still pissed at the Astros? Um, I, you know, I've had some good conversation. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I, I, yeah, I think it's the level of, uh, I think it's, you know, what, what from, from taking signs, which obviously is still going on from second base, uh, to relaying them to the, to the, to the, uh, hitter is been going around for forever in baseball. And I'm okay with that because that's, that's, you know, that's on me uh, as a pitcher and the catcher to change our signs up and to continue that, excuse me, that cat and mouse game of uh, being able to uh, keep the hitter guessing or, or the, the runner on second base guessing what pitch is coming when it's in real time. And, you know, you're relaying uh, the sign or the pitch that's coming. I mean, it makes it for me, it's, 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 uh, it's a different, it's another, it's a different level. So, you know, I, I think, uh, that team in 2017 that we had was, you know, it was just a tremendous team. I, you can't, you can't say it was, you know, it was, I feel that we were the best team in baseball. Um, we had an unbelievable bullpen, uh, starting rotation was, was great. And obviously our lineup was, was great too. So, uh, in the way the guys came together that year, it was something that, you know, I, I, I'll never forget that team. So, and then, then you can't, for me, it's like, you know, well, that was, that was, I feel like that was the best team I ever played on, but then I, you know, every year is different. Um, you know, and, but yeah, so I, I still, still feel that it was a it was a different level uh of of what was going on throughout you know the league and still is i mean i have no i like i said i have no problem with guys relaying signs like even location no because... but you're, mm, i can tell you're up like i imagine that at 41 years old and having watched your old team just win it all even though it was a pandemic shortened season like you have fought through so much in your life and in your career that I would have a hard time waking up and not being a little pissed every day. Oh yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I would, I would love to have a world series, uh, world series ring. And, and, you know, like I said, I love pitching. I love, but, and as you know, uh, family, you know, kids get older and, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm playing at 41. Uh, do I feel that I'm throwing the ball well enough to continue to keep going? Yes. Is that mean I'm necessarily going to do that? Not necessarily because, you know, I've seen my family now twice in in two months and, you know, that's, it's, it's not, I know everybody, you know, there's, there's a lot of ext uh, um, extenuating circumstances that go on with, with, with everybody. But at the same point is that, you know, uh, having that maybe box checked, I, I, I'm wondering if, you know, I do love, I love pitching. I love it. I love the, you can't I get it. Get, I it would have made it easier yeah. to walk away, dude. I mean, you got, <laughs> listen, I can tell you, I've got one yeah. that's 20 and 15. Yeah. And it like, I cry. Like when my 20 yeah. year old, he's not here. We're yeah. very close. Yeah. And I know it's part of growing up. 
I'm like, I can't yeah. get those years back. I was shuttling through my pictures last night on my phone. I was, and I kept sending to my wife. She's like, stop doing that because you're going to yeah. make me cry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I, you know, missing games now right. and, and, you know, he's nine. So our son Bryce is nine. So, you know, little league is, is kicking in and you're, you, you know, you start for me, I'm realizing what I am missing right. and obviously, you know, the time that we're, we're not able to get back. And that is, I've, we, people have said it before and I, and I, and I love using this too. It's our most valuable commodity because you can't buy it. You can't get more of it back and you, you know, you have to use it wisely. So, um, you know, and, and time with, with, with my wife, Caitlin, you know, we, we, you know, we FaceTime and, and talk on the phone, but it's not the same as, as being present. So by the way, that um, one actually might be okay. I just want to tell you, for somebody who's been married almost 24 years, that's okay. A little distance isn't bad. <laughs> like the FaceTime thing is that's, like, you're that's like, the cool. secret. like my the wife secret. is like, yeah. will you please get an additional job? Like you used to travel. Now yeah. you're here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That, a yeah, little right, bit, right. little, little bit of uh, something in between. Yeah. Like, take but, a job with Nickelodeon that shoots in Atlanta for a week or something. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sure that'll happen. Um, I'm sure you saw your old teammate, uh, Willens Astadio's 47 yeah. mile an hour hump ball. Yeah, uh, yeah. As a guy who has specialized in the curve, what's your assessment here, pitching coach? Uh, oh, I love the Tortuga. He is one of my all time favorite teammates. Uh, I, I get to, I loved throwing to him. He was, he caught a few games for me last year and I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was so much fun. Uh, I mean, we were just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, uh, when you're out there with like, you know, one of your buddies that you grew up with and that's who was catching you. That's how I felt. But what do you think we of were, his curveball? or I loved it. I loved gravity it. ball or no, whatever the heck I love, we're calling I, that oh, I love it. I love, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, he, and, uh, I, I you know, to, to know him and how fun loving he is in, in the clubhouse and, uh, he, uh, yeah, I love, I love the, I love that the 47, 46 mile an hour. I mean, to me, gives me something to strive for. So I, think I would love to throw, I would love to lob one up there and see what would happen. But I tried that against Cooper in Miami and he hit it out. So it wasn't slow enough. <laughs> hey, by the way, I think you can get an extra base hit. I can, I think you can go gap against him on that ball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I tell guys that I can hit, I keep, I keep, uh, you know, pulling at our, our, uh, hitting coaches, uh, uni and saying like, Hey, today's the day. I mean, if you need me late, I'm good. I'm like, you know, two for four. I know it's, uh, you know, whoever's in there throwing a hundred and I'm like, <laughs> I'll take one off the neck. I've done that. Yeah. No, you have. <laughs> and by the way, I was at the July 4th game in 2018 against the Pirates where I thought you were going to like blow out your shoulder on a head first slide at home. Rich? Yeah. You got to be smarter than that, man. I know I know it's all about winning for you, but come on, yeah. dude. Let's yeah, save it. Was, yeah, I know. Yeah, I do need to save some of it. You're right. That is that's uh some of the old uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it though. I love the, I love being able to, I, I, going back to Maddox, it was like, Hey, you feel like a ball player. you like, you, you get to pitch, you get a hit, you get on base, you know, you get to run the bases. Like it's, it's awesome. That's, that's <laughs> good. All right. Uh, we do a little a fun little thing here on the uh, Chris Rose rotation. 
uh, we spin the wheel of moderately interesting things. So, um, all right. I know as a Michigan guy, you could probably appreciate the name. Most guys are like, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Doggy style. Oh, Come on, man. Get your head out of the gutter there, 41 year old. Oh. Holy smoke. This is actually, that's right around the age where it just all goes to shit, where everything you're thinking about is just nasty. Um, what's your favorite breed of dog? Uh, we have a Pomeranian Shih Tzu currently. Um, nice. And uh, I don't mean, I, I hope he's not listening. I don't mean currently, like as, as he's getting older. And anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's. What is he getting DFA'd? What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. We're uh, sorry, uh, Pooch. We're, uh, we're calling up the Labrador and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, no, he's great. Uh, favorite kind of dog. Uh, I mean, currently he's been, he's been unbelievable. I grew up, I had a Irish setter, Irish oh, nice. red setter. Uh, very, very, uh, kind until I think he started developing some kind of, uh, dementia or something. I don't know. He started getting angry and he was, he was, and then we had to, you know, we had to, and then uh, we had a West Highland White Terrier growing up, huh. and uh, he was great. Ton of energy. I wish my parents got him fixed. Uh, now I know why. It's <laughs> 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 uh, good. So, but I love I love golden uh, golden retrievers. Those are beautiful, beautiful dogs. How about you? Uh, we have a Shih Tzu Terrier that we rescued. Uh, um, yeah. In 2013, that is my daughter. I've got two sons. She's my, that's my girl. She just, I love her to death. Yeah. She know, I mean, yeah. she knows exactly where to come. Like mom, yeah. mom's a disciplinarian. Dad is the sap and the sucker. Oh she yeah. Knows where to get, like yeah. if she's hungry. Treat, treat like, city. Okay. Here's some turkey bacon. But I had an English Springer Spaniel that was the sweetest dog named Tiffany when I was growing up. And my mom was a dog lover. Oh, yeah. she used to drive around and keep a leash in her glove compartment in case she yeah. saw a oh. stray dog. She'd pick it up, scoop it up, make sure it had a tag, deliver it wherever. She was a neighborhood dog watcher. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Rose, she was a good one. No question. That. No question. Yeah. Hey, listen, man, this was fun. I really, I appreciate you hanging out and, and giving us some time, particularly since you flew home to visit your family. I didn't even know. I would not have asked you to do this. I thought you were hanging out in Tampa and going to the beach on a day off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, thank you, Chris. I always enjoy talking with you and, and uh, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. So we will see everybody next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.